Hey there, welcome to the Black Fortune Podcast. I'm your host, Jason Carr. Hey, for more information about me or to connect on social media, you can find me at LegacyNow.me. That's LegacyNow.me. Hey there, welcome back to the old back portion podcast. If this is your, uh, if you're new to the podcast, just a quick rundown. This is, uh, I'm sitting on my back porch at my house, which is uh, for a long time now has been a place of life and conversation and processing and asking the question, what is God teaching me? And sometimes that's good days, sometimes it's bad days, but it's still trying to find hope in everything. And this place has been uh, something special. And over the years, there's been a a parade of friends and family and uh, people I consider family at this point who have uh, spent a lot of time back here. And even this week with my men's group, we had a phenomenal conversation. And with some other friends, another night, another really great conversation. And this is just a special place. And a couple years ago, a friend encouraged me I should start chronicling uh, some of these conversations we have back here. Uh, now the rule of the back porch is very simple what's said here stays here so a lot of those conversations will never make it on this podcast because uh, they're private and they're safe and they need to stay that way but there's some principles of things that are talked about or thought about or worked on back here that uh, I try to unpack on this podcast so that's what this is it's just a place to process things God's teaching us and trying to wrestle with uh, life which is not easy to wrestle with these days Hey, this week I wanted to, uh, on this podcast, I wanted to share something that uh, has been really personal and really challenging for me to think about, but at the same time really uh, powerful. And it's, it's one word, really, and that word is waiting. And I don't know how you do waiting. Uh, I have my moments. Uh, there's times where I'm good at waiting, and there's times I'm not. There's times where I get frustrated with waiting and I'm ready to move on or I'm ready to move forward. And there's times where I'm okay. If I'm standing in line somewhere and I know there's going to be a line, I typically am okay. If I get stuck in traffic and I don't think there should be traffic, not always okay. Uh, Recently I was driving home from work and uh, the car in front of me was going about 10 miles under the speed limit and I missed a red light because of it. And uh, I should have just been okay and hit the brakes but I I wasn't I got upset because I was like dang it because of you I missed it and I'm not doing well waiting right now we've all had those moments right where that thing digs up in us and we're not really good at waiting and maybe that's a gift for you if God's given you that gift that's awesome Uh, there's times in my life where that gift has been very powerful and uh, in the last year specifically I've shared this some on the podcast. I haven't shared all. A lot of it doesn't need to be shared here. But uh, really about a year ago, uh, it was very obvious in my heart that God was moving my life and ministry in a new direction. And I wasn't real sure what that meant. I just knew uh, the front end of it, which was the ministry I was leading. It was time for a change. And so it was in a transition in that place. And so there were a couple of things in front of me that I was interested in and excited about. And none of those things came to fruition at all, none of them. And I've been waiting. I've been waiting for almost a year for what's next. And the phrase I've used with a lot of people is I've been praying and waiting for the next right thing. And uh, the thing that frustrates a lot of my friends is I, I 
had lunch with a friend this week, and he said something really uh, – I frustrated him because he wants me to tell him the one job I want to do next, and I don't have that one job. I'm really trying hard to have my hands open to say, God, where are you leading me? What do you want from me? And he's taking me back to that place when I was, gosh, maybe 20 years old, sitting on the beach in Florida one night. And I had a moment with the Lord, and I told him I'd go anywhere, and I'd do anything. I just wanted to follow him. And that uh, he reminds me of that statement in that moment a lot. <laughs> and it's pushed me some. It's challenged me some. It's made me think a lot, uh, especially recently, as there haven't been the open doors I was anticipating and the conversations that looked like they were going to lead to something have did not. And so I found myself in a place of waiting and asking God, what are you doing? Where, where am I going? What, what is this thing that you're doing in my life and my career? And it has not been easy. And if I was to put roses on it and uh, color it up, I would be lying to you. It has been tough. It's made me dig into my soul into my heart and ask God what he has me here for. And uh, I've shared this before, this year marks 25 years of some form or fashion of me doing student ministry. And I've seen a lot of people come and go in that world who were passionate about working with students for a while. And then God changed their passion and mine has not changed a ton. I still care a ton about this generation and I still care a lot about investing in students. Uh, there's other things that have arisen during that time frame too that have caused me to be interested or or uh, consider what God might be doing or where he's leading me. And so it's been a really fascinating time. I was, uh, two weeks ago, I was having lunch with a, a super, super, super amazing friend. And I was sharing him some of what I shared on the last podcast about uh, God calming the sailor but not the storm. And he said, well, let me share something God's been teaching me. And I was like, okay. And he shared this analogy. He goes, when are teachers the most quiet? And I'm like, uh, uh, okay, when? He goes, when you're taking a test. He goes, they teach. And then you take a test and they're, they're quiet. They let you take it. And his analogy was, sometimes when you're waiting and you're wondering, that's when God, when God is quiet, it seems like, maybe you're being tested. Maybe he's poking in your spirit a little bit. Maybe he's making you think about all the things you've learned to apply to the current situation. Maybe he wants you to dig in and uh, relook at all those things. And for me, that analogy has uh, been profound. It's been really uh, deep. It's caused me to dig in a little bit and go, okay, God, maybe you haven't opened the right door for a reason maybe there's things you've been trying to teach me in the last year in fact there are a ton of things he has taught me and is teaching me and that's what a lot of these podcasts right now are is unpacking a lot of what God's been digging into me on the last year I think uh, more than anything else he's been teaching me that he's with me and when it feels like doors are closed that doesn't mean that God is closed and when it feels like the thing that I thought I wanted to do might have just been my idea. In fact, many of the ideas that I thought were the next right thing for me, in hindsight, I look back on and, and realize God prevented me from going to do something that uh, maybe for whatever reason wasn't the right thing anymore. It maybe just felt right at the time, but in hindsight, you look back at things that have happened or culture things or whatever, and you go, 
wow, God, you really almost saved me there. You, you prevented me from doing what my heart said I wanted to do because you know that you have something better for me. And that's not always an easy pill to swallow. But that also gives me hope that God is planning something really special for me. And even right now, there's a couple conversations that are going on that excite me about what might be next. Uh, right now, I'm still working. Uh, I'm working at an insurance agency for an incredible former student who's given me an opportunity to do customer service for him. And I'm super grateful for this job. I've learned a lot. It's uh, challenged me in some really interesting ways. I don't know that working in insurance is going to be the rest of my life, but I'm, I'm grateful that he's given me a job and that the lights are still on and that the bills are paid and uh, very grateful for him for that. And at the same time, there's this longing in my spirit that tells me, and I don't know how much longer I'll do insurance. It could be another year. It could be another month. I have no idea, uh, but I'm very grateful for it. But in some ways, I feel like I'm waiting right now. I'm just waiting. God, what are you doing? And there's part of me that wants to scream and tell people and shake every tree I know how to shake. And there's part of me that says, just simmer down. God's in control. I've shared this before on the podcast, but every job I've ever had was never my idea. Every job I've ever done, everything I've done. And let me unpack that here in one second. Excuse me. Um, I had to take care of some bits of serve for a second. Um, when I came on staff for Crusade, that wasn't what I thought I was going to do. I thought I was going to go work in the Christian music industry. And then God changed that scenario, and then that was the obvious thing for me to do. When I left Crusade to work at a church, that wasn't necessarily what I wanted to do. But it was the door that God opened that was the right door, and it was an incredible door. When I left the church to start a ministry, that wasn't my idea. It wasn't something I was angling for. It was just an obvious next step that God had maneuvered my life into. And I'm waiting for that now. I'm waiting for God to open that door to say, I've prepared you for this. Jason, I have put you in this place, and I've spent the last many years of your life preparing you for this specific thing. And I know it's going to be investing in people in some form or fashion because that's what I'm passionate about. That's what I'm good at. That's what I care about. It could be at a church. It could be with a ministry. Uh, it could be something else. But uh, I know what I'll do with people because at the end of the day, that's what I care about more than anything else. I did stumble upon a verse recently that uh, just kind of reading through some stuff, and I saw this verse, and it just kind of caught me off guard. It's in Romans 8. This is the message version. It says this. <laughs> Starts at verse 26. Meanwhile, the moment we get tired in the waiting, God's Spirit is right alongside us, helping us along. Right alongside, helping us along. If we don't know how to do or what to pray, it doesn't matter. He does our praying in and for us, making prayer out of our wordless sighs and our aching groans. Just think about that. He does our praying in and for us, making prayer out of our wordless sighs and our aching groans. Boy, I resonate with that. Man, I bet you do too. I bet there's been times where you let it aside, and that sigh was saying, God, help me. God, I've had enough. It continues. He knows us far better than we know ourselves. Knows our pregnant condition and keeps us present before God. That's why we can be so sure that every detail in our lives 
of love for God is worked into something good. He knows us far better than we know ourselves. He knows what's perfect. He knows what's right. He knows what's good. The moment we get tired in the waiting, God's Spirit is right alongside us, helping us along. How do you do in waiting? How does that play out in your life? I know as I've talked with some friends about that on the back porch uh, recently even, it's been a really interesting conversation. And some of us are really good at it, some of us are not. But I know this, the waiting is a chance for us to let the master teacher teach. And maybe he doesn't speak audibly, but he's speaking. It might be through things he's taught you, it might be through things he's trying to teach you. But he is at work. He's with you. In fact, I think, in fact, I know, I don't just think I know. Uh, one of the things I've, I've taught in leader trainings at churches for a long time now is it's not about the destination, it's about the journey. And I use the analogy of, uh, for, for us, as, for dudes at least, if you're a dude, uh, typically you're just about getting there. And what we miss is the journey to get there. But when you talk about a road trip you went on or a trip you went on, you, tip, you really talk about when you got there. You talk about what happened on the way there. Remember that time you played that song or you heard that thing or you ate that thing and it smelled like or whatever that is. You, you remember those moments. I have a group of friends. We've been to Panama City Lord knows how many times uh, with our church on a trip every summer. And uh, I'm the butt of a bunch of jokes because of uh, what happens if you ride with me to Panama City. I can give you a tour. I've been there so many times of uh, places I've stopped along the way. I'll just stop there as far as detail goes. But if you ride with me to Panama City, you get a tour. And what I love about it is, even this week, it came up in conversation as a joke. I love that. That's the, it was about the journey. It wasn't about just getting there. It was about what happened on the way there. I think that's true in the waiting, too. That along the way, when there's times where it doesn't make sense what God is doing and we're waiting, He's teaching. He's challenging. He's poking at us. He's causing us to look out the window and ask why. And remind us that He's with us. And He has something for us. So I don't know where you are right now. I don't know if you're waiting for something or if you're trusting God for something. I know I am. It's not easy. But it's good. Because I know he's with me. I know he's with you too. That's a quick thought tonight from the porch. Talk soon.